Thinking about moving to Richmond, Virginia, or just want to know what it's like to visit there? You are in luck. We've got Shannon Milligan right there, realtor in uh, Richmond, Virginia. We'll get to her. We'll say hi before I move on. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. This is Want to Move There, the show giving all humans the information they need to decide whether or not they want to move to an area or stay where they are. I used to say Central Pennsylvanians, Shannon, but now I mixed it. I changed it to all humans because why limit it? Anybody could watch it on the whole planet and decide if they want to move to the place. So it's giving all humans the information they need. I am your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years. I grew up on the hill in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, I got to change some of this out because it all applied to Central PA. So now that I changed it to all humans, I might have to change some of this. But I grew up on the hill in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I graduated from Mechanicsburg High School in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I went up to Penn College of Technology in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And I've been back here ever since. Had a few sales jobs before I started selling real estate 15 glorious years ago. Like I said, if you need to buy or sell a house, please reach out to me. Call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. We still need inventory pretty badly here in uh, November of 2021 and Shannon's going to let us know what it's like in Richmond in a second and a reminder whether you're watching live or on a replay ask a question in the comments or if you're one of our clubhouse friends or anybody else tell us where you're watching from too we get some watchers from all over the place uh, and if we don't see it while we're going here which is quite possible because there's a lot going on and when the thing goes red I don't always click on it so if we don't see it while it's going live we will come back and address it later and a reminder that all the replays are on YouTube Instagram LinkedIn, Facebook, all the places where it streams, it then lives there. And as well as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all the audio podcast players, all those places. So wherever you like to get your content, you can find it there. And without further ado, I'm going to bring in Shannon Milligan, realtor in Richmond, Virginia. And Shannon, say hi to everybody and then tell us what the last movie you watched was while I find your bio. So I'm Shannon Milligan here in Richmond, Virginia. And the last movie I watched was last night. It was terrible. I swear I'm on a mission to watch the entire internet, uh, you know, Netflix, but I watched uh, Like Crazy. And weirdly, because people say that I look like that actress, Felicity Jones. So I watched that one. And then um, the night before that, I actually watched Beautiful Boy with Steve Carell. That was really, really good. What's Like Crazy? That's a series? No, it was a movie about these two that fall in love and they're a little weird. I, it was, it, trust me, I've watched almost the entire internet. So I'm down to the bottom of the barrel. But the, the beautiful boy with Steve Carell the night before was, was really good. Sounds like kind of like touching drama things or what gets suggested to you? No, I'm just one of those people that I flip through the entire thing and I'm like, seen it, seen it, seen it. Because that's, that's how I veg at night. When I'm done with work, I'm a TV person. Like, I love movies. I love shows. And I've literally watched just about everything. I'm watching um, the series I'm watching right now is Homecoming, which is on Amazon Prime with Julia Roberts. little weird, uh, but but I'm kind of, I'm one of those people, once I commit, I'm going to watch the whole thing because now I'm, I just got to see how it ends. Right. Did you watch Squid Games? No. Is it good? Uh, yeah. It was hard to it was hard to get into at the beginning. I didn't see the hype, but then everybody was like, "You got to hang in there and watch." And then I did get hooked and had to watch the whole thing. So uh, I would recommend it, I guess, for sure. Yeah. All right. That'll be next. That'll be next. And you got your friend shirt on there, so obviously you like Friends. Ooh. And uh, when I get show. into your bio, everybody will learn that you're from Pennsylvania, not Scranton, but a town kind of similar to Scranton. Uh, so did you watch The Office? Do you like The Office too? 
Love the office. Have you seen my my the office, the, the real estate office reels? That's because we love the office and I'm a terrible parent. My 15 year old twins can tell you every episode. My son can recite them. And uh, if you can't beat them, join them. It's just it's one of our favorite shows. Yeah. And I knew you had that. That's why I teed it up for you, uh, yeah. both the Pennsylvania thing and that. So everybody check out Shannon's Instagram. And what are they? They're reels. Yeah, they're reels. They're on my Instagram reel. On the grid, I always put the latest one. But if you go over to the actual reels, you can see the whole the whole uh, vlog of it, the whole uh, discog discography, I guess is what you call it. <laughs> and at some point, you can make a little uh, a little uh, outtakes or supercut of stuff. Eventually, we'll get there. I have a videographer <laughs> that does that stuff because I, I know what I'm good at and what I'm not. And so we'll have him do a little blooper reel one of these days. I feel you. There's probably, if your videos are anything like mine, not these, but the ones that are like recorded and then pieced together, there's probably more outtakes than uh, good footage that's used. So <laughs> probably plenty to work with. There's more bleeps than most people would would imagine coming from my mouth, but it's because I'm a perfectionist. So you could just have a super cut of bleep, 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 bleep. I did That'd be pretty fun, actually. Listing videos, and it 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 got some so it got some love because people like to see that. <laughs> I like it. I would watch it and heart it and comment on it for sure. And like I said, you uh, you grew up in Pennsylvania, not in Scranton, but Altoona. And like I said, a somewhat similar place to anybody from Pennsylvania. Uh, and you actually grew up in Colport, it says here. It, Colport is slightly north of Altoona. So did you like move to Altoona because you went to high school in Altoona? Did you move or was that just the high school for Colport? Oh, no, no. Coalport has its own with like a graduating class of like 60. I was in Coalport until the end of fifth grade. Then my dad got remarried. And so we moved to Altoona. I actually graduated from Altoona High School. And fun fact, my brother, I think, went to the same school that you did. He went to Penn Tech uh, for HVAC. And so that's where he went. Um, I went to Penn State for a little while um, when I Got out of high school. I met my husband. We actually got married on the campus at Penn State there in State College. But uh, I ended up transferring to a private college called Holy Family University when he moved to Philadelphia. Call it, kind of followed my husband around there. And so I transferred to Holy Family. But we are we are diehard Penn Staters and uh, we love Pennsylvania. And I was so jealous. Little side sidebar here. I saw you with those Middleworths chips and oh, I was so, Middlesworths, you got Uts, right? We've got that. I miss Gardner's peanut butter meltaways more than anything. They're my favorite, but I love, I love the uh, Pennsylvania. There's, it's so beautiful this time of year. So I'm a little jealous. We have that in Virginia, but you know, there's, there's no place like home. Yeah, you're not too far away. So they don't have yeah. Middlesworth even that close? Maybe every once in a while sheets might have it because we do have sheets here now, but no, we don't see them that often. Fun fact is I'm coming home the weekend, uh, next weekend, I'll be in state college. So I'll, I'll load up on some peanut butter meltaways and some uh, barbecue Middlesworth chips that goes into chocolate ice cream. Nothing better. You scrunch it up there, mix it together. Oh, salty sweet. Wait, what? So good. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take the, the barbecue Middlesworth and you, 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 stir your chocolate ice cream into it like a you know like mush and then you put it in there oh it's so good 
So you could do it with a Frosty probably. Just get a, a Wendy's Frosty and pour some chips in it. Yes, but you got to mm. have Turkey Hill or Blue Bunny or something, you know? There you go. There you go. Nice. So uh, you'll, yeah, well, actually that makes sense because my sister is in Philly and they don't even have them every time we go there or meet up somewhere or whatever. She comes here. Yeah. It's always about the Middlesworth barbecue chips. So I guess it does so make good. sense. Um, yeah. What you said, you went to Penn State and then Holy Family University. What you, you just wanted to pay more money for your education or why'd you switch just because you were huh. moving? Yeah, so where my husband was located when he graduated ahead of me, um, there was a there was a Penn State Abington, but by the time it was a two year, right? You basically go there for two years. So I was going to school to be a teacher. So I transferred to Holy Family University, which is known for their teaching school. And I went in, I student taught the first day, the very next day I walked right into the registrar and I'm like, you need to change my major to whatever my credits will fit because I realized in that moment, if I wanted to have my own children, that there's no way I could be a teacher. And so I graduated with a degree in communication and emphasis on public relations, which worked out perfectly because marketing's kind of my thing. It's, it's what makes me love what I do in real estate. I love working with people with relationships and I love the marketing and that just kind of goes hand in hand. So it was serendipitous. I wonder if there's a lot of people, I know my parents, uh, they actually got degrees in teaching or uh, I don't know, my dad was a math teacher. My mom was an English teacher for all of maybe a year or so. And they both decided this is not for me. I don't know if it was because they wanted to have kids or what the reason was. Mostly introversion, I think, was what it was. But um, I think yeah. probably a lot of people that think they want to teach and then decide they don't want to teach. Um, and then your favorite... Yeah, totally. I wouldn't, even those few months of COVID teaching, I, yeah, not yeah. for me. I don't mm. have the patience for it. Me uh, especially if there's 30 of them. <laughs> That's crazy. Right? Uh, your favorite color is blue, which, man, I, I'm going to put in the questionnaire, I'm going to say you have to pick a color other than blue from now on because it has literally been 90% blue and all the other ones, maybe there were two, two or three pinks. So I don't, and then I couldn't even tell you if there, I don't think there has been a green or a purple or maybe well, a purple. Green is my other one. So if I have a bag of M&Ms, I go for the blue and the green. I swear they taste different. Um, blue's just calming, but green, I really like that as well. So we'll go there too. <laughs> It's funny you say that with uh, M&M's is a usual treat that I'll give my kids. Um, and I always pick out the blue ones and purposely don't give it to them. I don't know why they put them in there. That makes their mouth all blue and it's annoying. Or if you give it to them now, everybody knows that I just gave them candy. It's, it's really annoying. So I always usually... pick out the blue ones, but they always want the blue ones. And we're always having right. this discussion about they all taste the same. So just eat the other ones. They don't though. They don't. They taste better. And usually people are picking out the red ones because of the dye they don't want to give their kids but not you you're like give me the blue <laughs> that red dye thing is old they don't they don't use yeah. lead anymore i don't think no 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 <laughs> but they do even up. the lollipops they always want the blue one it's always the blue one <laughs> they taste better i guess so I'll, I'll believe it uh favorite food ice cream pizza and cheesecake not cheese steak like i said in the uh, prior read uh ice cream i'm with you on that i kind of outlaw ice cream in my freezer because i will mm. eat like one of those briars tubs i could eat the whole thing easy and it was just like a never-ending pit for ice cream uh pizza i'm with you there as well and cheesecake that's 
a pretty decadent, what kind of cheesecake, just regular or like strawberries on top or oh, what? No. Now, first of all, fruit doesn't belong in dessert, so no, no, no strawberry cheesecake. I like Adam's peanut butter cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory, and um, I love me some ice cream. I am going to open up an ice cream shop one of these days, in addition to what I do real estate-wise. And in January, I'm going to State College. I'm going to take their short ice cream course over the weekend. It's one of the courses that like Ben and Jerry's took. And so I'm going up there for a full weekend to learn how to make ice cream. So I, I mean, I'm serious about my ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably not super costly to open an ice cream shop, right? I mean, you need rent first, last, and all that kind of stuff and insurance. But I mean, you need a freezer. It's not quite as uh, extensive as a full restaurant and everything. Huh. No, so you can like learn how to make workers. ice cream in a weekend. I guess. I mean, they have a short course and that the short course is more for the mom and pop shops of who is going to do ice cream. Their long course is more for people that are going to be producing, like producing it. But I've learned a ton about ice cream. Like you can't just go and produce it. There's no money into that. So you have to learn the short course talks to you about the base. Like you buy bases and then you add your mixins mixings in and anyway do you all have a meadows like i love meadows ice cream custard that's my thing huh i don't know i feel like i've heard Ooh. of it but i'm not sure you need to go try a meadows custard that's definitely an altoona i've seen them in other places state college now that you get that's your homework you go try meadows custard i will i will look for it for sure right. if it's pennsylvania it's probably around here somewhere i'll ask well, in my creamery. group if i can't find it the creamery. the creamery ice cream is amazing okay Nice. And you do have pets. What kind of pets? I have two dogs and a cat. I did have a third dog, my Bella. Uh, she passed away a couple of years ago. So we're down to two dogs. Uh, we have a cat. We had a bearded dragon. We got rid of it. I'm that mom that can't say no to animals. Um, but I love, I love dogs. I'm not, the cat's not mine. The cat doesn't like me. I'm not a particular fan of the cat. Uh, he likes my kids. So, but I'm definitely a dog person. Uh, we'll probably get another one here. In the not too distant future, I'll probably get a lab. I have a lab retriever mix, and then I have a full-blown retriever, and I will never do a retriever again because he is six and he acts like he's one. Um, but I, I love a lab. There's nothing like a good English lab. Yeah, we've always had labs. My last dog was a black lab, and I don't know, labs, he was he lived to 15, and it was pretty much a puppy till like 12, 13, till he started really going downhill. So I don't know if it's gonna be any better with a lab, although you've had a lab as well, right? They're still, they're still, you know, children, but I just, there's something about a lab that I just love. They're just so giving and so, uh, we lost Bella at uh, 13. She just, she, she lost the use of her back legs is really what happened. But I, there's a special place in my heart for a lab. Yeah, I, mine, same thing, back legs went and everything else was fine. So it was super yes. sad, but, um, yes. and I don't have, I yeah, we won't get into it, but I don't have a dog now because I can't, I'm not going through that again. I don't know if I'll ever have another major pet ever again. Cause I don't want to go through that again, laying on the floor in the vet's office while it happened. No, it's terrible. It's hard. <laughs> so you do have some pets, but you're happy with your pets and still have some with you. Um, you do have kids and you are married to John and you love to travel as your hobbies. Um, where's the last place you traveled to? 
Uh, well, I went to Vegas. I spoke at the Inman conference, so I was just there in October. And then before that, I was in Sarasota where I got to meet you. I didn't get to see much of you. You were out exploring as I know you do. Uh, but the last big, big trip we took was probably Ireland. Uh, we went to Ireland. We've been to Italy and Switzerland. Those are a couple of my favorite. I've been to Greece and Mexico. Oh no, we went to um, Turks and Caicos. We went to Turks and Caicos this past summer. Amazing. I just, I love to travel. I love to do experiences and, and I don't travel and like sit on a beach. That's my husband's jam. So I got to do a little bit of that. But the trade-off is we always take a day or two and do excursions. So when we went to Turks and Caicos, we rented these like little love bug cars. And the fun fact about Turks and Caicos is you can go from one end of the island to the other end in about 30, 35 minutes. So we took these little love bug cars and we drove around and we explored the island. We saw Prince's house. I know this is about real estate. So we saw the house that Prince had at one point. Um, and it was just, I love to get out and explore. And I'm not somebody that likes to sit still too long. So what's a love bug? Is that like a three-wheeled car of some sort or just a tiny car that they call a love bug? I think it might be three. It might, you know, a big third uh, wheel and then two in the back. So it is just real low to the ground. I think Kirby or whatever, the, like kind of like that, um, but low to the ground and open. And it was just, it was amazing. I love to get out there and explore. And then we had like a real legit lunch, you know, and that's when we went to Mexico, like we went out and we, uh, we hiked a pyramid. And then afterwards they took us to a authentic Mexican lunch, you know, not not on the streets of Playa de Carmen, but like in the in the hills of the mountains. And you're like, where the heck are we? That kind of lunch. And that's just my favorite thing to do. Yeah, what I'm picturing for the car is uh, Urkel. If you watch Family Matters, he had that BMW, the tiny thing. I think they had had three wheels and the door, the whole front of yes. it just opened and you got in the front. Did not yes. look safe at all. That's hilarious. Kind of like that. I'm impressed with your knowledge. Did I do that? I'm very impressed. <laughs> You must Heck be around yeah. my age. <laughs> I even watch it from time to time because it's on at like 5 a.m. on TBS or something when I'm getting up. And here and there, if I turn the TV on in the background, uh, still get some Urkel in my life a little bit here and there. Um, and I'm with you on the when you go places. I want to do stuff. I don't want to. I'm not going there for the place that I'm staying or, or yeah. I don't even care where I'm staying. And especially if I'm at a resort at a Turks and Caicos or when we went to uh or was it Antigua for our uh, honeymoon? The best part of the whole place was not sandals. It was when we rented the tiny little car and went on the bumpy roads and got a flat tire out in the middle of nowhere. And, and the same oh. thing, you could drive around the whole island in a, an hour or so maybe. We drove on the other side of the road. She was freaking out. I thought it was super fun. So I'm with you on that to explore. And then we could lay on the beach a little bit, but I want to go see what's up and what's happening at the yeah. place I'm at. Yeah, you, you don't want to just stay at the resort and eat the same food. Like I want to go and explore all of the local and that's where you have the best experiences. So I love, I cannot wait to get back to traveling. We're going to Montana uh, next month, right before Christmas. So we're going to go do a ski trip there. We did that two years ago, right before COVID hit. I mean, I know COVID's coming back up a little bit here, but what's safer than skiing, right? Because it's your own individual thing. So I'm really excited to get out and it, it is the most beautiful place in America that I have ever seen. I love Montana. 
huh, I wouldn't have even, that would be, I'm a skier and I would never even think of going to Montana. So we won't go down that rabbit hole because we need to move on. But I, I'm intrigued now. I'm going to have to look up Montana. And something tells me I'm going to start seeing ads for Montana tourism. Visit Montana.com mm-hmm. pretty soon Big with my sky. phones. Three or four devices sitting around me listening to me right now. So Let me put we'll it out there you. for you. Big sky, big sky, because it's the best. I guess I've heard of that. I've heard that before. Mm. Um, okay, so we will move on, like I said, and I'm going to bring a map up uh, so everybody can know where Richmond, Virginia is. And we got our globe here, um, and you can see the U.S., and you can disregard all my favorite spots here, most of them my uh, real estate referral partners or outdoor stuff to do. And you can see Virginia is here on the east coast of the U.S., and Richmond is kind of close to the sea or the bay. What is that? What's that body of water there? That's the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, there? Uh, what is that? I don't know. That's a river. That's, <laughs> That's the so uh, Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, Chesapeake I knew it was bay, something yeah. <laughs> something obvious that I should know. Um, so it's kind of close to the Chesapeake Bay there. And then right now it is 59 degrees and sunny here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It is pretty much the same. Oddly warm today, a little bit warmer than it should be or or than it was the last few days anyway it was like almost freezing a couple days ago same. Um, and i will yeah same there yeah same cold front maybe coming through and then i'll read a quick blurb and then we'll, we will ask shannon about where she lives uh the quick facts on google is richmond the capital of virginia is among america's oldest major cities patrick henry a u.s founding father famously declared give me liberty or give me death at its saint john's church in 1775 leading to the revolutionary war the White House of the Confederacy, home to Confederate President Jefferson Davis during the Civil War, is now a museum in Court End, a neighborhood known for federal-style mansions. Now, we talked before, you don't know much about history, and I don't know either. If you asked me something about history here, I wouldn't know either. But is the, uh, the federal-style mansions a thing? Do you have old-style mansions around? We do, especially down on Monument Avenue, really, really beautiful architecture. And that's something that uh, Richmond is known for. We have amazing architecture. Now, we did have a lot of the monuments, which was a big deal over this last year, and they have been removed. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with them. I think the talk is to put them in a museum. And what was interesting, real estate-wise, is would that hurt the resale value for those homes down there because it's known for the historic uh, area, but it hasn't hurt it to my knowledge. I mean, what I've seen, it's still very, very popular. People still want the architecture just because some monuments were, were removed or being relocated. It hasn't really changed that. It might have for some of the diehards, but then you have other people coming in. Uh, but it's the architecture here is like none other. Of course, we have some of our cookie cut, cutter neighborhoods as well, but we have a huge variety of, you know, Victorians and Tudor style homes and traditional colonials. And now we have the newer homes that are craftsmen and farmhouse and modern. So there's a little bit for everyone. Do they put anything back in place of the monuments or they just left like a, a monument stand and the, and the statue disappeared like as if like some apocalypse thing happened and they all just disappeared it's like david blaine david blaine just took a sheet off and and it's gone we just have the base which has right now 
all of the graffiti because we had the rioting here last year that took place. So there's a lot of graffiti there, um, but that has since dispersed. You know, we don't have the riots going on, but that stand is still there with the graffiti. Huh. And are there plans? Do they, are there like, I feel like that'd be something that they'd get bids or they'd get all kinds of architects and people to submit ideas and people would vote on what's going to replace. Cause you can't just leave it empty forever. Right. That's an eyesore. That would definitely then start to hurt values. Right. Yeah. So the last I heard, and it's been a while, but the last I heard they were, somebody was talking about possible park and I saw, you know, people were looking at renderings and people were giving ideas. So I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do with it. I mean, it wouldn't be a huge park, but it's, you know, it could be somewhere with benches or something like that. But I think it's yet to be seen what exactly is going to happen with it. But it was it was definitely um, some trying times last year in the city itself around that area. Huh. Interesting. Well, I won't I'll go down that rabbit hole much anymore, but I, I there's got to be some plans for it or somebody's thinking about it because you're not just going to leave yeah. a hole there, whatever side you were on about getting rid of it. Something needs to be there and it needs to look pretty probably. So uh, speaking of looking Agreed. pretty, what's the landscape like? You are kind of close to us, so I'm, I'm assuming it's kind of hilly and mountainous, but not huge mountains. Is it similar to central PA? So it's similar Richmond itself. I mean, we have some some hills, I would say, you know, the mountains, I think more of Charlottesville for that and which is only an hour and a half away, which is awesome because you can travel there for the wineries and stuff. But we're we're pretty, you know, flat to hilly. Um, we have the James River, which is what we are known for. You can do whitewater rafting. We have a pretty decent biking community, too because we also have the Virginia Capitol Trail, which is about 52 miles of you know, pavement that you can go from here to Williamsburg and you can see some of the historic sites and stop and have lunch. We actually bought bikes during COVID and we plan to do that as a family. We were just waiting for the perfect season to do so because Richmond can get pretty hot and then it kind of got weirdly cold faster than what it normally does or time just went faster this year and I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but it's beautiful here. We have the trees are turning very much like Pennsylvania right now. We definitely have the four seasons. It's it's pretty amazing. It's it's really gorgeous right now. I'm surprised you were able to find bikes. Did you get them before the rush? Because at the towards the end of COVID, you there was not a bike in sight. You couldn't get them worked on. You couldn't get them tuned up. You couldn't get a used one. Nothing. So my son's kind of a bike head. He had purchased right before the pandemic or right when it hit. You could hardly get them, but he happened to be on the website to I think it's called Canyon or something like that. This really nice bike, and so he got that. And then he goes to this place called Carytown Bikes. And they have a location in Midlothian, which is near where we live. And then they have one in downtown Richmond. And so he goes there all the time. So we went there often to get things, accessories, and they happened to have a bike for me. So I bought that and then we kept an eye out. We kept calling them. And then we finally got one for John and Caitlin already had a bike. So we paid a little bit more than what we normally would for a bike, but you know, that's inflation right now. That seems to be the case with everything. Uh, but it was really nice to have those bikes. And, and that's a great place. So if you are moving to Richmond and you are a bike head like my son, we have amazing trails. And then we've got great places where you can get the bike accessories like Carytown Bikes and Aggies, Aggies. I'm not sure how they pronounce it, but there's there's several places that get 
these really nice bikes and then like specialized and that sort of thing. Yeah, and a bike for could be forever. Not for people like me or us hardcore people that break the crap out of them, but for normal people, a bike. Once you get a good one, you'll. That, I mean, you'll have that forever unless you let it sit out in the rain or something. It should last a really long time. So that's a good investment. So you didn't have a bike at all until now. No, I used to ride them all the time, like before I had kids, and then I just had kids. I have twins, right? So life got a little busy for me when two at once. Uh, but I'm excited because I have a really nice, I have one of those low entry ones. It, it's, you know, it looks like the mom bike, but it's a specialized, uh, that's the brand low entry bike. And it's got the fat tires. So I'm not going to be doing any mountain biking like my, my son. My son, I think his is a canyon or something like that. But he's out doing this, that, changing brakes, taking things apart, handles and that sort of thing. He loves it. But yeah, we're able to go now as a family on the little biking trips and we've got some great parks around here as well like robius landing park and you know like i said the capitol trail and then in forest hill i know that there's a big bike riding community forest hill is in the middle of richmond it's where we have these great like farmers markets the people there's a biking community there and there's some trails that people go through and it's up against the river so you're getting like beautiful scenery at the same time so it's a really great area for the biking culture yeah, that's awesome. And the bike, I don't I don't know what what's not fun about riding a bike. And even if you're just doing a flat rail trail or something, it's it's fun, way more fun than sitting in a gym staring at a screen or staring at a wall in your house or something. Riding a bike is much more enjoyable in my opinion. It is. The thighs burn a little bit and the rear end hurts a little bit for a while, but it is it's it's fun. <laughs> you can change it up. You walk a lot. So you're, you're used to regular activity. I see your stories all the time. So do you get to enjoy the bike a lot? Does it rain a lot there here? I just did actually a video today on the three worst things about living in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And two of them had to do with the weather. One of them was, it seems like it's overcast all the freaking time and, uh, the snow, it gets pretty cold here, sleet, all that kind of stuff. So what's the weather like? So we're more mild than Pennsylvania because we're further south. So we do have four seasons. Um, the summer can get really hot and humid. So, you know, you, you can get those 90 days going on 90, 95, 100, going for a nice long stretch. But then you go into the fall, which we have now, which is beautiful, where you have the, the my favorites, like the 70 degree weather. That's what we are today, which is weird because we were just like 39 the other day. Um, and then snow-wise, it's nothing like Pennsylvania. Now, we might get one or two good dumps of snow. But what's interesting is in Pennsylvania, you know, you would get these huge snowstorms. You're going to school. In Virginia, if they even have the threat of snow, you are not going to school. And then you wake up and nothing happened and school was canceled because they just don't have the same resources that Pennsylvania does because we only do get a good dump or two. You know, we'll see flurries and what have you. Um, but it's pretty, you know, it, we have the full four seasons. I don't see a ton of rain. I mean, we get, you know, a decent amount, but we don't have, you know, tons of droughts and stuff. But um, it's it's really nice to have a balanced four season for being a southern area. We have the best of both worlds because we kind of teeter that line. And do you ever get like freezing rain or sleet? That's almost worse than the snow here. And and we seem to get more of it because it's not it's not as cold as it used to be. So most of the stuff that would have been snow is now freezing rain or sleet, which is worse for the school buses and all that stuff. 
Yeah, we've had a couple good hailstorms because we've had some insurance policies that have had to replace the roofs of clients' homes and what have you. Because if you think about it, we are closer to, you know, we are further south and we're a little closer to water and what have you. So if you get a hurricane that's making its way up or a tropical storm, every now and again, we'll see that. But not not enough where I would say, you know, oh, that's an issue. But, you know, every couple of years, you'll have a good one that hits an area. Um Nothing huge. We had an earthquake here maybe eight or nine years ago. I was living in Glen Allen, which is a part of uh, Richmond, and just laying on the sofa. And all of a sudden, it starts going. And we had a pretty good size one. I think it, I think it was more towards Louisa, but you could feel it. And so that was rare. We, I had never, I haven't felt one since then. But that one was was sizable that you could actually feel it. Wasn't there one? I feel like there was one in like D.C. There was one that we felt here. And it was while yeah. I was at this firm, so it would have been within the last like nine, ten years or something. That could have been related to that one that we're that we're talking about. And I know that it did cause some foundation problems, you know, what to the people that were closer to where it started. So it's definitely something that, you know, you keep an eye open for, but we don't really that was a rarity. Like I said, that was probably nine, ten years ago and nothing sense or nothing nothing sizable. Right. Nobody's worried about it. And the, the hailstorms, yeah. same here. We rarely get them. Yeah. But if you do get them, you can tell where it happened because you'll go to the neighborhood and it'll be an old neighborhood, but all the roofs all will be brand new because the insurance guy went around to every yeah. house and said, I can streamline this for you. We can all get brand new roofs. Um, yeah. And that's the best time sometimes to sell your house too. Resale. You just got a brand new roof. Yeah, totally. And the whole neighborhood, it does. It makes the whole neighborhood look nice and new too when they all have new roofs. So Sometimes a hailstorm can be kind of nice for uh, values or in a neighborhood. Um, and then you touched on hurricanes. You are closer to to the the water than we are. Do you get lots of hurricanes? Are they really bad or just like a touch more than we get? Probably just a touch more than you. Nothing crazy. I mean, we got a swimming pool when we were in that Glen Allen house. And I remember a hurricane came in like two days after we got the pool. And my husband's out there with like his yellow gear and dumping water out. But that's it's rare. I mean, we will see some of the effects from it, but nothing super major. And then what about commuting to work and local travel? Do uh, is Richmond like how, do you know what the population is of Richmond? How big of a city it is? We, we've got all sorts of I did a video on it once. I would just say we're probably around a million. You know, it's, it's not huge. What's what's great about Richmond? And this is why I think the secret's getting out. We are a small, big city, right? So you've got the entertainment and the dining and all of that stuff. Um, but the commute is, I have to laugh because I used to live in Northern Virginia where my husband's office was 20 miles away and it would take him an hour and a half to get there and an hour and a half to get back. So when we moved to Richmond, people are like, oh, that traffic, it's terrible down there by short pump you might wait like three or five minutes at a light. You're not waiting like an hour, hour and a half. So we don't really have the traffic. The commute's great. We have uh, I-95. Now, of course, if there's an accident that happens on 95 or 295 or 288, but we have a lot of back roads as well that you can kind of navigate to get through that stuff. So unless there's a really bad accident, the commuting is a cinch. It's not bad at all. Uh, and the worst time is probably the holiday traffic in downtown Short Pump, which is where our mall is. And even at that, you might be waiting five, seven minutes. It's not like you're waiting in Tyson's Corner in Northern Virginia 
you know, 35 minutes to get out of that mess. Yeah, same here. We kind of complain about small delays of five minutes or if I'm sitting for 20 minutes, I'm like, this is the worst. I'm going to complain and protest, yeah. but people coming from New York or Philly or one of my friends actually moved back from Maniung in Philly just because it was too long to get to work. It was like a mile away and it takes me an hour. I can come back here and, and yeah. save two hours a day um, and a lot cheaper to live, I would expect. I will say we have one area that is pretty busy. Now it's further out from Richmond, but it's called Hall Street, H-U-L-L -L Street. And it has a great school out that way. And so a lot of people move there. But when they're traveling into the city, Hall Street can get pretty backed up. And that's that's probably the, one of the worst areas in the burbs for traffic. But again, if you can find the back roads to navigate it, then you're, you're okay. And then do most people, is, does everything happen in Richmond or are there suburbs like we have and there are office centers outside of Harrisburg City where a lot of the people work? So in the city, there are certain things like the state government is there, all the attorneys and the federal courthouse and all the ancillary businesses that service that. And then a lot of like young professionals and then older downsizers who don't have kids. Um, and then most of the families and, and a lot of the population lives outside of the city and commutes in or commutes somewhere else. Is it kind of similar? Similar there, or does everything happen in Richmond and everybody's going there every day? No, it's similar because Richmond, first of all, we're the capital. So, you know, we're of Virginia. So we have we have the Capitol building down in Richmond. You've got the courts, you have all of that that's going on. And you have some of the bigger things that are going on in Richmond. Uh, and you know, people want to be within 20, 25 minutes from the city. And so what's great is Richmond's a circle. And there's all of these great bedroom communities around it. So while you might have Richmond, you have Chesterfield and Henrico and Goochland and Hanover and more Henrico and, and Powhatan, which is where I just moved, which is right next to Midlothian, which is in Chesterfield County. So it's this great, like, see, you can see on your map how it's this great little circle. And you can get to just about anywhere within 30, 35 minutes from that, that circle there, unless you're going you know, farther out. But most people stay within 30, 35 minutes when they're moving. When they say they're moving to Richmond, usually when people are wanting to be 30, 35 minutes from the heart of Richmond, because there's a lot of fun stuff in the, the heart of the city, but a lot of people wanna be outside. That being said, those that wanna move to the city for the walkability, it is it is hard to find a home it was hard before the pandemic it's really hard to find you know with our lack of inventory to be to be in the city itself and the the values are crazy there but again you've got the you got the trade-off of the history and the walkability to the restaurants and so it, it, it's pretty cool and the secret's getting out. You said you said the secret's not quite out yet, but people are catching on. Uh, maybe they're yeah. going to start buying stuff up. So you touched on kind of some of the industries. Obviously, you have the state government there and the same mm -hmm. here in Harrisburg. That props up a lot of the stuff and then all the stuff that comes to work with the government. Do you have any federal government stuff, any military colleges, that kind of thing? So we have some military, but it's, it's a little bit further out. Um, so that's probably more towards Chester. It's a little further away from the city. But what we have is we have Capital One. So that is a huge employer for us. Uh, we have CarMax. So that's another big employer. And then we have VCU. 
you know, we have VCU University, we have all of the healthcare system, we also have Bon Secours. So we have a lot of big employers, we have Dominion Energy, uh, a lot of these bigger corporations. What's interesting is CarMax is more in the suburbs there uh, and same with Capital One. And then you have Dominion, you know, they have these ancillary buildings all over, but Dominion's main building is in Richmond. VCU is in Richmond. So we have a lot of different things and, and a lot of different um, different occupations for people to come and move. You know, I, we're not we're not huge on financial. You know, my husband's in finance and he he works for Truist. So Truist, which used to be SunTrust, they have some locations here, but it's not based out of here. But we have we have a lot going on in the health health field and and things such as financial in terms of capital one but not in terms of things like um what the wealth divisions i would say gotcha and any tourism it's it's got a lot of history it says but i it wouldn't come to mind if somebody said do you want to take a, a history uh vacation i i would don't think i would think of richmond although i wouldn't know where i would think of either gettysburg just because it's close to me but so is tourism a thing there at all it is because we have more than I think people realize. So first of all, for the history buffs, you can't beat it. You can take a Segway tour downtown and, and you can go see all of these sites because we do have, it's interesting. I have this little coloring book that I give my clients um, that talks about some of these places, but we have NASCAR. So we, we attract the NASCAR people that are coming in. We have the Virginia State Capitol. So again, for the history buffs, we have St. John's Church. We have the Hollywood Cemetery. We have the Edgar Allan Poe Museum. So there you have literary people that are coming in that are really interested in that. We have the VMFA, which is our um, museum. So we have like, you know, Degas and, and that sort of thing. I don't know, there's always something different. But then we have, right, because different exhibits come in. Um, but then we have the Lewis um, Ginter Botanical Gardens. So we have those people that are into botany and, and that sort of thing. Is that right? Is that what you say? Botany? Is that the word? Maybe it's not botany. Whatever, the flower stuff. I think I'm that's right. I think it that's right. Be. My parents would be. be into that. I always get them every yeah. Christmas uh, 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 year past to, uh, I forget, Longwood Gardens we have here. <laughs> See, so we have all of that. And then we have the Jefferson Hotel, which is just, that's a destination into itself. So if, if I were to plan like somebody's trip, I would say come stay at the Jefferson Hotel, which has this great story about alligators using to, used to be in the um, fountains out there. And it has the most beautiful restaurant. Le Mer is just gorgeous, but the Jefferson itself is spectacular. And then you can go to the Lewis uh, Ginter Botanical Gardens and you can explore that. And then I would go to the VMFA. Then we have the Children's Museum, so you could take your kids to see that. And they have several locations for the Children's Museum. And the food, the food, that's, people don't realize that Richmond is a foodie area. We have some of the best restaurants and uh, we have Shindigs, which is this amazing dessert uh, restaurant. It's fabulous. We have Proper Pie, where they make savory and sweet pies, some of the best pie that you will ever, ever have. They have the fancy biscuit, where you have this really fancy, like, like breakfast biscuits and sweet and savory stuff with that. Um, and then you have some really high-end restaurants that like uh, La Possum is one of them that I think of. Shag Bark is 
you know, high end, but not high end lunch and supper, not high end, but just really great. Just amazing, amazing restaurants. So if you ever get a chance to do a food tour, I highly recommend that. I love the name Shindigs. I wrote that down. I, don't, I love that. Somebody, they should have bought shindigs.com. That's a fantastic one. You got to follow them on Instagram. You'll see what I'm talking about. Those cakes. I mean, we're not talking a little cake. We're talking cake. Like huh. cake. Although I would it's pick a pie over the cake anytime. And you, the other place was the pie place, right? Proper pie. Amazing, amazing, amazing pie. Yeah. On my birthday, I want my mom's apple pie hot in a bowl with milk is the perfect way to have it. I don't want a cake. I want fresh, hot apple pie in a bowl with milk. And, and there you have it. We're uh, speaking my a, language now. Yeah. <laughs> and then with, uh, with all this food, do you have the breweries and the distilleries and all that stuff that's happening everywhere? We have some awesome breweries. My husband's favorite, I think it's from, don't quote me, I'm not a beer person. I think it's called Triple Crossing that has Falcon Smash. He loves this beer called Falcon Smash, but we have lots of breweries. It feels like they're opening up all the time. We're close to the wineries because we're so close to Charlottesville, which is awesome. And what I love about Richmond as well is not only are you close to Charlottesville and you can go there and you can explore the wineries or you can stay in Richmond. You can do, uh, they have that, that thing where you sit on and you pedal and you go around to the different breweries and it, one of those. Um, but we're also close to Shenandoah Mountains. So you can go there and go hiking. We did that during COVID and it was awesome. We did that as a family trip. Um, we just purchased the place on the Piankatank River. So we now have a little river house. That's only an hour and 45 minutes away. Then you can go to Virginia Beach, which is two hours away. Colonial uh, Williamsburg is just an hour away where our friend Brandon Jackson is. So you could go there to go to Bush Gardens or you can explore the colonial stuff. We have um, King's Dominion, which is near uh, Dominion, uh, north, more towards um, Glen Allen. It's, it's going up that way towards Northern Virginia, but that's only about 45 minutes from where I live. So we have all of these great places within, you know, an hour and a half to two hours. Huh. I forgot about Bush Gardens. We went there, I think, on a marching band outing trip in junior high. And I remember the Big Bad Wolf. Is that and the Loch Ness Monster? Are those those are like the classic rides there? The Loch Ness Monster for sure. Uh, Apollo's Chariot is one that my kids love. There's another one called Griffin. And I'll tell you the thing to do is when people move here, they get uh, season passes either to depends where you live in Richmond. If you're on this side, they're getting season passes to Busch Gardens or they're getting, if you're on the other side, they're getting season passes to King's Dominion. And you can really, I mean, if you go twice to Busch Gardens, you've paid for those season passes. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool. Now I kind of wanted to take a trip down there. When you say this side or that side, that side of a river? Yeah. The James yes. River? So what you need to know about Richmond too is- No, because we have it here too. We've got the Susquehanna River and it's the East Shore versus the West Shore. So we have uh, the West End versus the Southsiders kind of thing. So people don't like to cross the river. They just don't like to. But if you want the good shopping, us Southsiders, we got to cross the James River to go to the West End and go to downtown Short Pump. And then if you want to go to you know all of the fun stuff on the South Side, you're going to have to cross it. Um, but I would say the West End is a little bit more transient because it's on that side towards dc and going up that way 
south side is on the side that's going towards um I don't, I'm going to say this backwards, but it's it's more the bedroom communities. It, it feels a little bit more um, suburbia to me. Sure. And then what about uh, if you had to go see like Justin Bieber or some big concert stadium? Where's where's all that stuff happening? Well, we don't. I mean, we. I got to change it up too. I got to. I, I say Justin Bieber. I've said it for every, all 20 episodes or however many. I'm going to change it up. Let's say uh, from now on, I'm going to say. Who, you pick one. Who's a big artist who you'd have to go to a stadium to see? Well, Garth Brooks. So we saw Garth Brooks here. So that was fun. I'm trying to think where we saw it. I can't Garth Brooks name. did a drive-in theater here during COVID. That's pretty darn cool. He's such a good guy. Um, I forget. It's escaping me now. It looks like a spaceship, but it holds a lot of people. That's where we go to see Garth Brooks. Innsbruck in the West End has Innsbruck After Hours. Now, those are not big acts, but like I went right before COVID. I went to see Boys to Men there. You get like ludicrous, right? Like some of the the big acts that are not as big now, but you can go there to see them. We have something called the National, which is awesome where you go to see like a leg warmers concert, you know, the cover bands and, and that's really fun. Um, but for the really, really big things, like we usually drive to um, Northern Virginia, we'll go to, I don't know if it's now called Verizon. They're always changing the names of things. Verizon Center, that's where we're, we're going to see Coldplay. So we'll drive there. We just got tickets to go see them. So we'll drive up that to Bristow as well. Uh, they have some concerts that way. But we do have some, we do get some good concerts here. The name is escaping me. I'm going to think about it the minute we get off. Uh, but we, we do have some great concerts. Nice. Coldplay. Uh, right now, my daughter's favorite song is something like this. I don't think that's that might be the actual name of the song. But right now, it it's over and over and over and over and over again in my car. So I'm with you there. It's 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 someone else featuring them, I think, maybe. Or there's definitely somebody Chain, else with them I think it's that. the Chainsmokers with Coldplay, right? Yeah, that sounds right. I think that you're right. That sounds about right. <laughs> And then what about a vacation? If you're doing a driving vacation, where are you going? Here in PA, we're pretty much Jersey Shore would probably be like the go-to driving vacation every summer or where people go. What would be yours? So I don't want to say Virginia Beach because that seems like a given. That's just about two hours. Most people are going to North Carolina. They're going to the Outer Banks. And we actually owned a property there. We sold it during COVID because it was a great time to sell. But we owned a place in Kerala. And so you have Kerala and Nags Head. And from where we live, it was about four, four, four and a half hour drive when there's no traffic. When it's high season and there's traffic, who knows? You can be sitting there for six hours just because of the way the traffic is. But a lot of people do head to the Outer Banks for their vacations. A lot of people own second homes in Richmond in the Outer Banks. Um, and then also people do own second homes just an hour and 45 minutes away hour and a half at the river the river they call it the river is and that's like deltaville and the northern neck and uh kilmarnock and that sort of thing so we do have a lot of second home ownership in these areas and then what about if you got to fly somewhere where's the closest airport is there a richmond airport or are you going to somewhere else yeah, Richmond International Airport. I, I laugh when I say international because it's it's not that's the one downside. Like if I want a direct flight to anywhere, I got to drive to Dulles in Northern Virginia to really get the direct. We have some direct, but when I went to Sarasota, I went from here to Atlanta, Atlanta to Sarasota and vice versa. We have direct to like Nashville 
and you can get some direct, you know, to the to the big big areas, but it's not massive. But it's a nice airport, uh, and it's you know we have American and Southwest and and that sort of thing. Yeah, same thing here. We've got Harrisburg International Airport, International Airport, which usually you're going to have a layover, but usually I'll yeah. still pick it just because then I don't have to get a ride or I don't have to park my car or I can get a ride and don't have to park my yeah. car while I'm gone and all that kind of stuff. So I still I kind of like it for most stuff. If it's a really long trip, I might opt to go to Baltimore or, or somewhere else. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I forget. I had one more question about stuff to do there. Oh, uh, like festivals, first Fridays, uh, arts fests, uh, fireworks on 4th of July, that kind of stuff. Pop-up festivals, we'll call them. Do you have those kind of things? We have all sorts. We have something called Browns Island, and they're always doing some kind of festival. I mean, we have we have Bone, bone Appetit Festival or something like that. We have a bacon festival, a watermelon festival. I mean you name it they have a festival for it so you will have no lack of something to pick from just about every weekend and then all the counties themselves so you know you have richmond but then you have chesterfield and hunrico and hanover and goochland and powhatan like they all have their own sorts of things you know christmas lightings and, and that sort of thing but the the one the christmas lighting down in richmond i don't think they did it last year maybe they did with covid but I, i'm not sure probably not um, but that's always that's pretty special it's fun to go and, and check that out and then get a bite to eat down in the city does anyone uh drop anything funny here we have dillsburg where they drop a dill pickle in harrisburg they drop a strawberry don't ask me why um does any anywhere drop anything funny to my knowledge, no, but maybe maybe I don't. Oh, we also have a wrench in Mechanicsburg. A wrench. <laughs> Interesting. No, not to my knowledge, but but maybe maybe I just never paid attention. But no, no. You should start something in your local town. A little uh, tradition. Drop something odd that has something to do with it. The wheels are spinning. <laughs> there you go. And now we'll tell everybody what they can get for the money. So I, you can tell us whatever you want to about what you can get for the money. Um, average price here, I'd say. 300 is kind of the starter price to get that kind of American dream home. It's the entry level to the, you're probably, you could get a two story with probably a two car garage on like a 0.2 acres in a neighborhood for that 300. Used to be like 250, but last year or two, it's creeped up more in the 300-ish. So what do people get there if they're moving? So ours used to be about 289, but again, with the last year, so it depends on where you're going in Richmond and which county and how far out you're willing to go from the city. But what I find is my vibe attracts my tribe. So usually people that are coming to me are probably in the lifespan that I'm in. And I'm going to say with what- Gen people, X, you know, is that what you are? I'm an X, I'm, I'm 76, you know, I'm born in 76, just turned 45. I would say people to get what they, what I think somebody at my age would want with kids my age and that sort of thing, they're probably really looking at 400 to be in a, in a household that's big enough for their kids in the area that they want to be for the schools and for the distance they want to be from the city because they're still in a working age. You know, the further out you go, the more money you're going to get. So earlier I said about Hall Street, you go further out, you're going to get way more for your money then you are, you know, the closer you get to the city. So it, it, it really depends. I lived in a neighborhood recently until I just moved uh, a year ago, but in Midlothian called Salisbury. 
and you used to be able to get into Salisbury for about 350 on the low end, and then you had over a million in there. Now it would be really tough to get in there for probably less than 425 unless you're going to be on the main road, and even that's going to be tough. It's an area that has a lot of trees and a lot of a lot of people grew up there, and now you see those kids coming home with their families, and so it's a very um, uh, handed down kind of generational thing where people want to live. So you're going to spend, you know, a good probably 500 to really get the house that you want in there versus where I just moved to Powhatan. You know, I built a custom home here on two and a half acres and that price goes up because you get the acreage. So, but we do have a little bit uh, for everyone. This year I've sold homes. You know, I'm looking at my board right now. I have one listed there for 320 and it's a brand new construction townhome. And the highest one on my board right now, this isn't the highest that we sold, but right now I'm looking at about 765 for a custom built home on a quarter acre lot because it's in a very uh, in demand area with some very popular schools. So we have something for everyone. The cheapest house I've ever sold was 75,000 and the most expensive that I've ever personally sold was probably about 1.1. So we have, it runs the gamut. And then you mentioned you obviously have old construction and I'm assuming like the, like here, the downtown stuff is like 1900, 1920, maybe pre 1900, but usually in that like 1900 to 1930 ish time frame, And then it kind of gets newer as the sprawl goes out. So you have the old stuff and then you have new construction too. In the new construction neighborhoods are HOAs common is it like, like the question is more, is it like Florida? Cause here we don't have in single family neighborhoods, there aren't too many HOAs. And if there are, they don't do much. It's just to keep the monument sign and mow the grass around the monument sign yeah. and maybe a few rules to make sure nobody does anything crazy, but there's not, we don't have lots of amenities and gated stuff and all that. So what are the HOAs like there? So for new construction, most of them are going to have an HOA. There's a few that don't, I have somebody that's going to be selling in April and her new construction area a little further out in Chester doesn't have an HOA. But where I am in Powhatan, I'm on two and a half acres, I have an HOA. <laughs> so, it, 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 and people are surprised by that. Now you can go out a little further in Powhatan and not be in the community and, and not have an HOA. I have a client that's selling right now for 540. They're in a newer community and they don't have an HOA. But I would say for the most part, you're going to find these these parade of home type homes are going to be in an HOA. I, we have a neighborhood called Halsley. It's been voted the number one neighborhood in America. I think it was 2017, 2018, maybe twice. I don't know. Beautiful, beautiful homes. You better believe that they have an HOA. Roundtree has an HOA. I do get people that don't want an HOA, that want new construction. But for the most part, they're going to have to really probably look at some land and not in a community unless we find that one that is a bit of a community, but it's going to be more rural. Yeah. I always tell people the HOA, you want an HOA or, or it's not a bad thing. People say, I don't want any rules or they can't tell me what I can and can't do. Well, do you want your neighbor painting their house bright purple, purple. and parking 28 RVs in their front lawn and having a boat and an yeah. above ground pool and a, not that these things are bad, but there are lots of things or even sometimes you can't have an above ground propane tank because they don't want ugly propane tanks in front of houses in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I think I they're good. I have a love hate. 
I have a love hate with them. So Salisbury, where I used to live, we had a voluntary HOA. So you didn't have to pay the $110 a month, but you had to follow the covenants and restrictions of the neighborhood and you had to comply with those things. Um, I love hate because, you know, I'm in an HOA right now. I'm not allowed to put up a basketball hoop without asking for permission. And I'm on two and a half acres. But at the same time, I sort of love it because it does keep my property values in check as long as the HOA is enforcing it, which, you know, you really have to kind of examine. You have to examine those HOA docs, people. <laughs> you have those three days, the right of rescission. You've got to examine them and really look at those uh, covenants and restrictions. Yeah. And for those who don't know, whenever you get under contract, you said three days, I think we're like five days here. Um, but yeah, once three. you get under contract by law, they, if it's in any kind of HOA or condo association, they got to give you all that as well as a resale certificate that is resale well. docs. Yep. You have to see all the financials and here condos are a, a longer period of time. And, you know, but, but a single family home, you have three days to read those documents and get out of the contract for any reason you can say you just don't like like it and you can get out within those three days yeah i had some buyers i think actually the only time i had somebody get out because of that review of the docs was a hot tub because they wanted a hot tub and you weren't allowed to have hot tubs because they had probably didn't want drunk it was in a townhouse community so they didn't want to drunk people naked out having parties in hot tubs i guess so they didn't allow Boring hot tubs and they people. had to have a hot tub yeah so they didn't buy the house which I'm i found crazy uh so last question which has nothing to do with real estate or anything else that we were talking about uh if you could do anything else what would you do and i know it's not a teacher so uh what what would you be if you could be something other than a realtor well, this is twofold. So one is own the ice cream place. I've, I've wanted to do that when, if you would have asked me when I was four years old, I said I was gonna own the double K in Coldport, Pennsylvania, uh, but owning an ice cream place. But truly, if I, you know what I always secretly wanted to do? I wanted to be the QVC host. And I wanted to be like, oh, this pen, it writes so nicely. Have you seen the colors of this pen? This pen is blue. And it. I, I just think that would be so fun. I love, don't tell anybody, but I love, QVC, and I just realized I'm telling everybody, but I will sit there and I love to watch the food segments. I'm not buying it, but I, there's something so soothing about the QVC host. So I would love to be that for other people. <laughs> you should, uh, you should invent something Then you could go on shark tank and then you could get with Lori and then you could get on QVC and host your own product. Well, also you could come to Pennsylvania and visit the headquarters. Yes. We actually got a, a tour gift card for my ex-wife's, uh, aunt cause she loves QVC. We always get, we always joke every gift we get. We're like, did you get it on QVC? And usually the answer is yes, I did get it from QVC. Um, but the products are actually pretty good because they do vet them somewhat strongly and they're not just going to put garbage products out. So usually they're, they're kind of cool products that she gets and stuff that you don't see anywhere yeah. else. You can get Junior's Cheesecake through QVC and it's usually like super sized. And it's, I mean, they have the best stuff. And I'll tell you, if you're not going to move to Richmond, you can move to Pennsylvania just to get that tour because that I would come just for the tour. I'm going to have to do that. I've never thought to do it. It'd be fun. Heck yeah. And you got, uh, it's near King of Prussia too. Second, one of the biggest malls in the country. So you could make and a you could go to Hershey. Too. You could go, you could go to Hershey during that same weekend trip. I mean, I, it just sounds fun. 
<laughs> there you go. We were supposed to sell people on coming where you are, but our place is good too. So you could visit here yeah. as well. If you're in Richmond, you can come here. We could swap swap people and, and enjoy each other's area. Uh, read all your stuff aloud so that people that might be listening rather than watching later can write down your phone number. Sure. Well, I'm Shannon Milligan here in Richmond, Virginia. My email is shannon at rvahometeam.com. RVA stands for Richmond, Virginia. So that's shannon at rvahometeam.com. And my phone number is 804-248-8207. That is my direct cell. And uh, I am pretty darn good at texting back. And uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions about Richmond or the surrounding areas. Pretty darn good is an understatement. Shannon is very on the ball. So if you reach out to her, you're going to get a response and she's going to take care of you very well. So if you need anything, if you need to buy or sell here, contact me here in central Pennsylvania, and then I can send you over to Shannon to buy something in Richmond. Or if you just want to visit, she can take you down to what was it? Shindigs and what was the pie place? Proper pie. Proper pie. Another shout out for all of them. So reach out to me if you need to. Call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. We still need inventory here. And we didn't touch on that real quick. Do you still need inventory there? Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right, there you go. Still need inventory there, but it did die down slightly for buyers. So if you're a buyer, get back out there and start looking again. Thanks for everybody for watching and listening. Thank you, Shannon, for being here. And goodbye, everybody. Say bye, Shannon. Bye. Thanks for having me.